0: That's okay, better. It was a practice run. We are testing. It was a practice That's right. Trusty. That's right. Um, so, the ultimatum. Yes. I was given an ultimatum. And I don't know why, really. So, what, I
1: was. And you didn't need to share any other shit, but... Oh, I don't
0: care. What did I'm, they, so I'm done.
1: I'm, I'm, what do you want to know? <laughs> so, the medical leave piece of it, even in the
0: short term... Mm-hmm. And then what kind of options, options, what options do they give you at that point? Well, no, they wanted me to come back either full time, doing everything, and oh, the that's whole right. you had
1: like six, thirty days
0: to yes. decide, or sixty days. They gave me thirty days to decide. They would find you another position that was lateral, or you would yeah. have to come back full time, or be done, or be done. Yeah. And the thing about it was, I was only, I was asking them for more to come back in in gradations, like in gradations. Like I was like, right. let me come back for one month doing this, and then the next month I'll add in something, and then the next month I just to see what I can do, and so then it if wasn't I not even like I can't do this. I never said I couldn't do it. I said I I need to come back in time and they were like we can give you 30 30 days and I'm like I need three months and they were like we're not going to give you three and then uh, the supervisor even said at that point that I could have half days but I'd have to be completely seeing everything, everyone doing everything, DVDs, all that and I'm like that's not really the point. The point is not half a day. The point is that I don't need the stress. And half a day really would make it more stressful for all the work we have to do and we try to get never it done even by noon, get, Yeah, right. No, right. That would never happen. It's just not. Yeah. Even okay. It's even. It's even worse, you know. So I was like, no. And so what was really weird is that when I did that, said that that was in September, and by time I'm ready to leave, I feel better enough that I probably could have done more by now. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I, I probably about yeah. three fourths the way by now. So if they would have given me January, yeah, I mean, I don't know, because I wasn't doing the work. So maybe it would have been more stressful. Maybe would have sent me back more. So it's hard to say, but she gave me, like, 30 days or, or not. But to put that when you're not ready... And I'd, I'd like to say,
1: I'm getting... An Most of the places I've ever worked, this doesn't exist. This right. whole leave thing, I know it's illegality, the PEMLA, the but, like, the short-term, long-term disability, that's not anything I've known in yeah. my work life yeah. until now. So... I would like to say we work in a a gracious place that understands or at least is somewhat understanding of, like, the needs of the people. But... From your experience, there's the
0: the hint, but not... No, what it is, the difference in that and what you're saying is that our benefits, that's what the state is all about. They don't pay as well because their benefits are kick-ass. This is a benefit I got. So I had my benefits to fall back on, which allowed the supervisors and managers to be less gracious because they could, like, you can use what you've got. We need you to be here so we can use your body and your mind. But you also have the benefits to, to check out because it didn't give her any reason to be gracious more gracious on her side because she's like I need you at 110 if you're not 110 lean on your benefits I don't have anything else to say to you it was like that so like because we have that cushion, they don't really have to be that gracious. Because we have the cushion. And the cushion is amazing. Like, oh my god, I'm so happy. So okay, so here's my question. Could you have continued like could you have gone on long-term
1: disability, kept your job, and been good for like another year? Is that is that could have that could
0: that have been a reality? Not doing for not doing family coaching. Really? They wouldn't let me do it, no. So what is it's only limited to certain jobs or what? Well it was because I could not guarantee I could do that a hundred percent. It would have to have been that I could do it at 100% for so many like, like she said, she would give me the half day, which I was like, okay but I still can't do it yet, I can't yeah. do these yet, yeah. I can't do this yet so she was like, we need you to do that, or nothing so I could have done that I could be working for but that's what you've been trying to do and what? every bit of work that you've been doing, really fucking trying to doing, focus on doing and actually putting in the yeah. effort I mean, all the stuff that I've been through um, the part that hurts the most is that I have I have actually given that job so much stuff that they still utilize and I get no credit for it. You know that whole front desk thing that they rotate back and forth? I and like some people ran the front desk while the other people do the back oh, and they yeah. switch jobs yeah. like that. Um Ashton and I came up with that idea for Kathy where we could do part-time front, part-time back and blah blah. But it was something that she and I were just talking about. So I wrote a letter. I found the letter while I was cleaning out my cubicle to the management really? team. Yes, they still use my idea. I don't give any credit for the fact that I actually that was an innovative idea. I did it myself. I was there's so much stuff at DHS that was like that that I did that I just kinda got no name on it. Which is like kind of a DHS style. You'll work and work and work and then they'll just use it and you just go. But with all my life stuff that was happening the assault, the, the court case, the divorce, the concussion, the And it was medical. like one thing after the other. Oh my God! Yeah, like that. Exactly- Back. No reprieve. No reprieve. And I was the only one that was carrying all the weight. So with that, and then you got work. And work in itself, I, I don't
1: have, my is very small. Yeah. And so I have my dog and I keep my life very minimal for a reason. But my work, like that alone is a ton. So I can only imagine adding right. any kind of life into
0: your work world right. or just in your life on top of that. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. No, That's I did it for four years. Quit. Four years of shit that was going wrong in my life life and not like a little bit wrong, but like major shit so was altering, happening. Yeah. Transition. Life-altering shit <laughs> was going down. I mean, for a year and a half, I had a massive concussion while I was at work. Like, ma- oh, that's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about that. It doesn't have to go in your mouth. It's just recommended. It's not a have to. Not a have to. <laughs>
1: but she, oh, you're good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Voluntary. Voluntary awesome. shit. I'm surprised. I don't know where it went.
0: Oh. Oh there yeah, you can it. But um so yeah, I mean I was at work with a concussion. Like I couldn't even like really function. I was I girl, some of the narrations I look back at I'm like, ooh, what was I trying to do what was I trying to say? <laughs> what was I saying? I got because so, some of them I run across again and I'm going, what, what was the date on that? And I'm like, Oh yeah, I was like not really? there. Oh yeah. It was a good year after I was assaulted, that I that I was like, it was really hard just to be at work. Yeah, so I was like, people couldn't see the the level of, of stress that I was operating at because I would just be at work and I'd show up. I would do my job. I did in those days, and so it was like,
1: no. And people tend to put a lot of pressure. Like, if you're there and you're showing up, they're going to expect a shit ton from you. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, unless you draw that hard line, because it's it's interesting how what we do and the work that we do and the people that we work with, yeah. we are so expected to be. We're expected to make it all right and have it be
0: alright, and take all that on, and absorb yep. it all, yep. and move along. Yep, yep. And I, I have a really high level of professionalism and professional expectations, and I don't think our managers, most of them, I'm not going to say all of them, because so I don't want to say that. I love them, or whatever. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, not everyone, but just few. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say that. There, there are some folks that just...
2: You know how DHS
0: promotes. We don't... It's not necessarily on skill, I don't think. This is my opinion, I no longer work there, (laughs) but I'm just saying that there are certain skills they look for, it's not necessarily a rounded skill plate necessarily, so I feel sometimes where a lot of the stuff that I went through could have been mitigated by an actual manager who was skilled enough to see where the deprivation was where the trauma was coming in how to mitigate and then back to the trauma informed piece of it right the expectation of
1: being trauma informed in the work world with the people that we serve but yet not being trauma informed with the people that are serving the public yeah you can't do that I that I, that that little survey we did, which I'll let you know the survey oh, results, because they want to say this way. week or next week Oh, are going to be so yes. excited. <laughs> so
0: I, I was harsh.
1: I was super harsh, and I name-dropped it. In
0: fact, one of the people that I name-dropped, I've gotten to know a little bit better, and yeah. I'm like, okay. You know why now. But does it go back to that skill level issue, or is it just like the what? No, it, uh, it is a skill
1: level, and it's... It's kind of fucked up because it's it's the evolution of our culture and the evolution of trauma-informed thinking. And so some of the things, the ideologies, the thoughts, the, the quirky jokes are meant in good fun. Yeah. But they're actually harmful. Right. And they're antiquated and they're just straight nasty. And You can't call out people that are higher than you. You can't. Call these people out yeah. openly. Right. No, you can't. Yeah. And uh, I mean, uh, um, I will say personally, I, with a manager, it took, we were head to head and our communication sucked and yeah. it took everything I fucking had right. to be the adult in that working relationship Yeah. to try and make it okay. And I right. had to swallow yeah. a lot
0: to get there and like yeah. that's the shit I'm like no Now try to do that with a concussion. Try to do that with your son in the hospital. Try to do that with your daughter in the hospital. Like try it, you know what I mean? Like we shouldn't have to mitigate. Like our work environment if we had skilled managers, like skilled even above managers that could actually create an environment where you can actually be at work and be functional and feel and safe supported and supported right um, because without us what the hell would they have? As family coaches come on, they really put a lot of weight on us without having any support so it's like yep. as too as you break like you said five people going to the same counselor and we're all like three out of five of <laughs> those people were out long term you know what i mean like six of us like and i wasn't at your so guys's counseling. Counseling. but you know what i'm saying it's like that means half of the people were out long-term disability from stress and it wasn't like stress like oh you like know, i'm feeling stressed no, this is customization. like customization yeah Yeah. (laughs) Which I hadn't
1: even honestly heard about. Yeah. Until it happened. And I was thinking, oh shit, this is a reality. Like, this is... Your body can rebel and will
0: physically say, you need to stop Yeah, Yeah. And you have, like... It's not a conversation. It's not a conversation. (laughs) No, like... I mean, I was in the I just collapsed. Like, I was literally, like, talking to you and just collapsed. 180. Yeah. I had no warning. It was literally like I had gone to the finish line, My body was like, eh, and we're done. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. And I wasn't even doing anything. I was cooking dinner for my grandson. Totally chilling. It was, it was just done. It was just done, you know. And I think that some of the other people who we talked about who were out too, I think they weren't. They had life stuff too, you know. But it was. But it was at the same time. It was like work isn't supposed to be a break necessarily, but you're supposed to be supported. You're there more than you're in your regular life. Agreed, and yeah. it
1: should be an environment where. I mean, I guess you said it all. You you need to be supported. It needs to be a safe environment. You need to feel... The whole point of going there and doing your job is to do it well. And if you're not supported in any of that, then gonna go south, real quick. Go go south real quick they need to acknowledge how many people have gone out and how many people are struggling
0: took such a short period. I wrote a letter actually I went and had a meeting with the head people did and I you? told them that yeah. what did they say because I'm, I'm direct with both of them and I've worked with them directly so I feel really comfortable talking to him and I'm like you guys people are dropping like flies you're not doing something right yeah. like, I know you're you're, you're putting that stuff in play but none of it's going the right direction I go I can't be the only one who, who you recognize is struggling I go and you guys know my level of work before this you see how it has just kept dropping and nobody is looking to see why no one's asking me if I need support no one's asking but you're you know you're around me putting like all these expectations but and I and I said this to them I'm like we're dropping like flies it should be a red flag. It shouldn't be like a we're so trauma-informed, but you just roll over the workers. No, that's and like it so, make it's 2019.
1: Like, come yeah. on now. Yeah. This is not a new concept. Yeah. This is not something that's just oh my god. Let's just invent. You know, like, trauma-informed care. No, this shit's been known for a long, long time. Long time. Long time. Long time. <laughs>
0: especially in this field, any kind of.
1: Right.
0: Social interaction, social service, film. Like you know, one thing about Houston I'm moving there and doing all that is that I remember any time that I was at work, I felt like all of a sudden the people at work become your work family. Like you everyone gets so close. Like all my friends come from work. And I realize here, we talked about it earlier in the fucking episode that got deleted, <laughs> but right? we talked about the cookiness of, of DHS, or, or I'm sorry, of Eugene. And I think about, like, I've, I've worked at DHS for eight fucking years, or seven fucking years, so long enough, and I could count on my hands how many people that I would say are my friends, right? Yeah, and I, I would never, there was one supervisor in our building that I was like, I want to say bye to. Like, really? Yeah. And I did. But I mean, it was like one. To me, I feel like that clicky thing came came for me not only in my social life, but it came for me at work too. So it's like you put the stress of my life, and then you put the stress of the work, and then you have no click. Like you you don't have like the background to bounce it off of, right? And then we were talking about earlier about the uh, finding anyone to date, finding anything to do. It, it was like... This, <laughs> You know, do like as in, like really do. You know? <laughs> I ain't doing nobody. You know? <laughs> so, so, you know what I mean? So, it becomes when you're really like, oh my god, what is what is it? So, what do you do? You can hide. <laughs> that's what I do. I'm I do, like, You know what I mean? Shit. I'm Picking like, up, I've been binging it again. I'm on to see Really? Yeah, that's funny.
1: <laughs> so, it is a thing to do.
0: How do I put this? I'm going
1: back to the clickiness and totally changing it up here for a minute. But the clickiness, I've had to really separate myself from a lot of folks. Like, really cut ties. Yeah. And it's, you don't always know it until maybe a month or two into it when you're getting to know people. And like, you can't act right at all. Like, you not know how to act right <laughs> in public or with other people. Right. Like, right. I can't with you. That's hilarious. <laughs> she like, you don't know how to act right. How? Yeah. Uh-huh. So much food, Aisha. So much food. Oh my God, we have so much food.
0: Yay! So pretty. Chips and dip. Look at those. And the last item in here is quite hot. Okay. Beware. Right on. Just drop it. Wow. Look how cute that is. Here's I wish I could take a picture on this podcast. Go ahead and uh, have him split this for you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. Nice. Another iced tea for you? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I will. <laughs> Do you want to take this one? Or? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll take that one away for you. I'm telling you, girl, the podcast is raw, happening live.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm scared of this. It looks hot as hell.
1: Do you want to swap for the pretty star? Yeah. Do you want, I don't know. Do you want to? What is it? Oh, I don't care. That's poutine. So that's French fries with gravy.
0: But yeah, I'm, gonna I'm gonna put this on here a little bit and then we'll do that. But yeah, so that's what, I mean, you know. Oh my god. I'm grateful that we got together and we're able to like talk to each other and see we have shit in common and able to do that and create a friendship. Lyft helped a lot, I think. Commonality that way, yeah. asshole guys. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like that's what I really bonded over with
1: this—like people not knowing how to act right in the dating world. Yeah. yeah. That is what started, I think, too. Yeah. That's what we. That, the looks. the walking by the people, go saying good morning, and just a
0: look of like, let me tell you, this shit just happened. Yes. Let Let me explain this shit to you, because no one will believe it unless I tell you. <laughs> No one girl, the guy the guy who was like I still can't I cannot forget the dude who was with his daughter. I Cannot forget that ever. Oh my god. I cannot ever forget that. I can't. I will let you know, like I said earlier, I will let you know if the dating scene is Houston oh so is tragic. So awful. Oh god, it's so great. I will let you know if it's just a so tragic. I have a feeling it is though. Wanna switch? The way these things are heavy. should have thought. Sorry. I'm oh, sure. Watch out for that. Yeah. God damn it. It's hot. <laughs> you warned me like I did. Bye, bye. I tried. <laughs> I tried. You did good. This I just is really great. I've listening. Yeah. yeah. What's in the middle of this? Oh, I don't even care. <laughs> It's hummus. Oh God! Really? I'm about to get. I feel like I want to pause it so we can really get down and eat. Do you want to pause it? A pause. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna pause. Hold on. I'm gonna pause it and then. Wait. How can I?
1: Here's that iced tea for you.
0: Thank you very much. I don't, look, girl, there's so much food on this plate. We have to pause. Um, Let me, how do I pause? Um, Let me see, here. I feel like there's
1: a couple things that need to happen.
0: Okay, so that's part two. <laughs> now we have devoured our. Oh my god, it was so damn good. It is so good, we're still eating. But here we are, post food happiness. Post food, well, no. I'm like full yeah. I'm gonna get that one next. It was so good. Yeah. Oh. I'm very, very, very pleased. Very pleased. <laughs> very pleased. Well, what were you just saying? You are something about really Oh, you being proud of your daughter? Crazy. And, like, oh, pretty pretty amazing. Oh, what a single life. Oh, a yeah, single yeah. life. Course, yes, my daughter makes it easy. You want to keep your utensils? No. My <laughs> daughter makes it super easy. Can you just sit in another plate? I'm good. I get it. I love her. It's super. She makes it easy. Can I use your knife? Yeah. I don't have. I don't have anything that stops me from from being able to be out, hanging out, you know, with us, doing our thing, having a conversation. Like I said, she has better boundaries than 15 than I ever did. I'm proud of her. Like. Really proud of her. So I get to have nights like this and not feel like, oh no, what am I going to do? My daughter, you know. Yeah. And I've actually told her, it's like, mom, you got going to go or what? Like, go out. <gasps> go out so I can have my time where without did, you. Where did she get those? Like, how did she learn all that stuff?
1: It just amazes me when they're so young because she's just turned 16, right? 15. No oh, fucking hate,
0: man. Right. Sort of but I mean she's me. She's very smart. She watches me She's seen me. She listens. You know what I mean? And she's the youngest, so she has she has a brother and her sister to watch and be like, I don't want to do that or I do want to do that, you know. Okay. So she has got good. that. Yeah. Yeah. Her personality is not to be someone who's like, help me, help me. You know, she's not like that. She's more like I got it. Yeah. Like she always says, atta girl she says it to herself all the time, atta girl oh. <laughs> 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 like that's not really, Yeah girl she's awesome. So the single life is easier. But but like I said, I don't wanna I've never been tempted to date here in a way since the ex husband well, the ex husband taught me a fucking strong lesson. We talked about it earlier. So
1: what tell me about your dating life when you were like in school. What did that look like? When did your dating life start for you? Dating like school like what do you mean? Like elementary, middle school, high school I had a boyfriend in high
0: school here. But you remember I lived I left Eugene when I was fifteen. Oh, that's right. Shit, that's right. So okay. but my first boyfriend, my first everything was a skater guy who we got high together all the time and yeah. you know. Uh, that was my first. Time. It was absolutely bad for me. Uh-huh. We're still friends. Hook we'll really? up every once in a while. Oh, he's just so <laughs> yeah. the one in Las Vegas. Yeah. Whenever I'm in town, we'll go and hang out and hook up. And, like it's so weird. It's been like I met him when I was 14, 15. So I mean. It's weird, that that has always still been a connection. Although our lives are completely different now, and we don't really have, but we still do. It's kind of like it's kind of weird. But after him, I mean, I moved in the middle of our relationship, so I went moved to Central America. Back then, we did not have iPhones or Facetime or nothing like that. So we used to write letters to each other every day, and so I would it would take a week for it to get there. So I would get a letter like a week. You know, I'd get them, and. Um, so it was very romantic, and it was really over my head for the, the age I was at. We were we were having very adult feelings at really immature emotional status. You know what I mean? So that, but they're so heavy at that age, you feel it from your head to your toes, like in Girl. and out everywhere, in and out everywhere. You cannot get it over. Oh, it's like the it's like the air you breathe. It's oh my god! Yeah, yeah, it's everything. So here, fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff. I was trying to think about that.
1: I feel like in your teens it's like magnified and then in your 20s
0: it's still there it doesn't yeah. dissipate I think it you do, have to like I think honestly I think life and I do think the, you, you're gonna get hurt and I think I was necessary. just thinking that I think it's the amount of heartbreaks like
1: how many times is it gonna
0: take like how many heartbreaks before you reach your mat like yeah well, but that like the balance. And when do you become jaded, and when you're not, some people never become jaded. Like you were saying, you're like a hopeless romantic. <laughs> no, I mean I definitely have my guard up, and I don't trust
1: people. Like I no no no, it sounds I definitely
0: don't trust. I'm like a fucking care bear okay, in a okay. lot okay. of ways. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Which care bear are you? All of them. All of them. All of them. Okay, thank you. Those peppers are really sweet. By oh, way. Nice. So um, the little
1: yeah. Nice. Okay. They're pickled. But you know like
0: it. Sorry. It doesn't matter because it's on my shirt. So... we're <laughs> <It's> fine. <laughs> so what else? What no, are we
1: talking about? Your
0: optimism and your care oh.
1: Yeah, no. Yes. So I've gotten my heart... I remember my first heartbreak and just bawling my eyes out, being at my parents' house, not being able to eat. Now I'm a fat girl. The whole not eating thing has never been in my knowledge base until that time. And so... He broke me to my core and I was a rebounder. I didn't know that. I didn't know what that was until it happened. And, uh... For him, I was somebody just passing through the night. To me, he was everything. Right. And when you get cut that deep, mm-hmm. like, it scars you. It does. And you're like, okay, I can't be that vulnerable. And so, you can still be vulnerable. There's you, you the, that just this went down? When you, <laughs> you learn how to be vulnerable, but in a different way. Like, you learn how to put up enough armor.
0: Right. A boundary. So that, yeah, a
1: boundary. Mm-hmm. Um. So that you can still do that with the right people. Yeah. That you're like, okay, you're showing me enough trust or compassion that I can I can open up a little bit more with you. Oh my god, there's a song have you heard of whale? I think it's a whale. W A L E. Oh no. It's not really the Wh-A-L-E. bad name, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'll send it to you. It's called The Bloom. Okay. And he's he's rapping, singing about um,
0: <laughs>
1: how he's wanting to be with this woman. Yeah. And um, I want to find the lyrics because it's really like it makes my heart happy. Really. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I gotta say, I've had my heart broken by friends. I remember the first time that I, yeah, that I had my heart really broken was um, a friend of mine who I realized really hated me, actually. Really? She really didn't ever love me like I loved her. Like, she really hated me the whole time we were together. It was one of those things where, like, she was very envious of me and I had no idea instead of, like, pushing me up, she was always kind of, like, taking notes of what she couldn't stand about me. So when she had the chance to, like, really stab me with something, she she went for the jugular. Really? Yeah, and she broke my heart. And so I think, honestly, the first time that I can remember having my heart broken was by a, by a friend. You know, and so that was one thing. And then, because I got, I've been divorced twice. The first divorce wasn't about... I don't think I ever really loved him. loved him. I think we were like obligated friends. Like I really cared about him as a friend. I don't think I was ever in love. Only because I can compare the second marriage to being in love. It, it felt really different. You know okay. what I
2: mean? Yeah.
0: Um, you did it though. Your friends can break your heart. And that's a heavy, heavy heartbreak. I cried. I cried. Or someone died for hours and hours. I was depressed for like a week. I was really, really sad. It was really hurt. It was really hurtful. I was... Hunden was like... Quentin was, like, maybe four, uh, so it was like, and I, I may have been pregnant with Jasmine, or maybe Jasmine was already born, I can't remember, but it was very, it was like that long ago, and I remember it, if I ever see her on the street, girl,
1: <laughs> I have a heartbreak story like that, I she did me wrong, mm-hmm. And she, the last thing she said to me, well, she's, we've seen each other since, and she tries to, and I really, I completely ignore the light of day that she walks around. Like, I just, nope, I do not acknowledge you. you. Oh, I try not to have grudges, but this one cut deep, and I'm like, nope, absolutely fucking not. You will never come back into my space ever again. Ever again. That will not happen. No, no. She did me wrong, and she, she said, I don't respect you or your lifestyle when I did nothing. Would support her and her family right. financially, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Anything that I ever did, I would come back to the house, and I never did anything disrespectful to right. her. Right, right. You see, you don't, you don't respect my lifestyle right. and who right. I am. Judging you the whole time.
0: Sounds like the same kind situation. Fun. Right. All in your life hating you the whole time. Because they turned it around. But you know, at the same time, I recently reconnected with a friend of mine who I did wrong. I actually didn't do I. What I did wrong was that I didn't trust her in our friendship, and it was really guided by my ex-husband quite a bit. And she didn't want me to marry him, my second husband. She was like, "If he can't give you what you want on your wedding day, like, what the hell are you doing with this dude?" And I was like, "Well, you don't understand it because she I always thought that she was like, she's kind of upper echelon in a way. and i and I'm really not, but I am at this. I have like, tendencies, you know what I mean? I got like taste. But I don't I've never lived the life I really want. So she's always told me, live the life you really want. It's a day. It's a fucking day, I'm telling you. But she's always been like, Why don't you choose better for yourself? She's always been in my corner and when I—I was too immature to see what she was really saying. So if she didn't want to come to my wedding and I was mad because she didn't want to come to my wedding. I, I felt like, you're my best friend. I don't care if you have an opinion about my pretty husband. You're asking I'm to be my at my friend. wedding. Be at my wedding. And she was like, I'm not going. And I was like, if you're not at my wedding, <laughs> I'm be fucking sick." Right? And I literally didn't speak to her again. And this was my girl. Like, we were on the phone every single day for years. Oh, shit, My girl. Right? Um and she, she kept trying to talk to me the whole time we were, me and my ex-husband were together and I always ignored her. I was like, always ignored her. For seven years, I'd never talked... She even, she even was following me on, on to see if I was okay on social media. I never acknowledged her, yeah. And then after the divorce came... And I got my ass handed to me with all kinds of broken heartedness, you know, in that whole four years of of drama, um, I I was like, in my reflectiveness, you know, and trying to be more mindful and like, Lauren, what happened to me? Like, what the fuck just happened? You know, I got sideswiped by all that shit. So I was like, what just happened? And I realized, I'm like... I I was not hearing her and for who she was what she was saying to me I was saying do this for me now and I wasn't hearing what she was after she was putting all the flags like she was like Aisha you're not seeing any of these flags the your girl I'm not going forward until you look at her and I'm like that's what I actually expect of my best friend I expect her to be like it stinks smell it <laughs> and I'm like no 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 and she's like smell it the thing about what I feel is really beautiful about her and what taught me about unconditional is that she knew I, she knew me. She saw me for who I was and she knew I would come back. She was like, you need to have your time to figure this all out. And it's literally been seven, eight years and I, I texted her and was like, hi. She texted me for holidays, birthdays. I really? never texted her back. No. And then one day she texted me and then I texted her back. And I was like, hey. And she was just like, oh my God. I'm so happy and it was like she she there was not a moment that she was even judging me she didn't even no she hasn't even questioned me we, we literally I said my life has been really beautiful and tragic and a lot of shit has happened and she's like me too we'll catch up she's like you're my sister no time matters so then you got this girl and then you got the other girl you know so it's like there's two types of friendship here one was really I was young I was naive and she broke my I would have done anything Unfortunately, that can happen at any age. At any fucking age, that's my whole point. You just gotta live life, and hopefully, you know, what you, you find give back can pick it up. Right, the people who really pick it up. I think as we get older, there's probably some, some indicators that we didn't pick up when we were younger that we know now, you know? I would think so, I'm would much more so. exclusive. No, no, no. I call it my bubble, and
1: I actually was trying to, you want stuff This.
0: Oh, okay. okay hold on I, oh, I say that. I, yes. Aww. So nice. I'm gonna eat it right now. <laughs> so there <you> go. Um. <laughs> that's cute. Were we supposed to put that on that? <laughs> I didn't even like try to put all the garnish on it. I'm like, oh. I love that shit, but I put it like right into my mouth. <laughs> that's, that's the best garnish. Yeah, it is. Sorry. Um. <laughs> so when did you guys start talking again? Um, about six months ago. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we don't talk as much as we used to, but I think we will. When I go, <laughs> no, I fell on the table. <laughs> Damn it. I love it. When I go to, um, when I drive, I'm going to have, I'm going to call her while I'm driving. Although we can catch up and I'll have time to talk to her. Um. And I've apologized to her twice and she's like, don't, you don't have to. You know, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that is love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm so thankful for her. But she taught me another lesson of like, there was a maturity level that I wasn't at. There's just, there, was, there was, there was something I didn't see, you know. And luckily she saw that in me. You know, she still, she loved me for me and she knew, she knew where I was and I didn't even know where I was. You know what I mean? So not only am I lucky. So what did she see? Do you see it now? What? What she saw then? Oh yeah, girl. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. Remember I told you earlier about the compromising yourself? Yes. I compromised myself for him, and she saw that. Okay. She knew me before I came back to Eugene. So she was like, What are you doing? Because she never saw the little girl I told you about, my, myself, having to be able to fit into the society here, being black and being too big and too shiny and too everything. Which I want to talk to you more about. Yeah. But, but, um, shrinking down to fit in is what I did and she saw that and she's like I don't even know you like that like you don't aren't you're not being true to yourself and I'm like you don't even know this you don't know this about me and she so she saw she saw me shrinking smaller oh. <laughs> girl it's gonna get in your mouth just keep it going it's gonna it will. To, yeah. statistically oh it's gonna get in there <laughs> Enough tries, it will get there. <laughs> but you know what I mean? like, she saw it. So all of the facts that she told me about, they were all legitimate.
1: I love the fact that she, no judgment, stayed with you that entire time. We're still like, let me keep some tabs on you. Let me test. like, how are you doing? Yeah. She never, she
0: never knew to this day, and we've known each other for 20 years. She's, she's never... How we know each other? I gotta ask her. I don't know if we've, we've known each other a long fucking time, but um, she never knew my backstory. She never, she's never known what it's like to live as a black girl in Eugene. She's never known it. So for her to see me do that was like, like question mark. What the fuck are you doing? Like some like he's not right for you. But like she could see you and your core and who you were and just your own spirit
1: like Yes. Um, okay. So I have a lot of questions about the little shrinking violet girl. So when you talk about being too big and too too much and having to like curtain yourself, Eugene. I've seen it at work a little bit in the And I can speak I can't speak for I okay. We're just <laughs> getting into it, just but no. just do it. So um, I was raised in a very um my grandfather was British and manners matter and you don't talk politics, you don't talk religion, a mixed company, like right, okay. You don't share your emotions, but I came from a mom who is like, "Let's fucking cuddle right. until I'm 20 years old." Like right. that's just that's what I grew up with. Right. So there is this level of whiteness that goes on in certain like white cultures. Like yeah. there's subcultures, but. The predominant is you don't talk about your emotions. You fake all your shit. You say, hi, how are you doing? It doesn't really matter how you're actually doing. Nobody wants to hear that (laughs) shit. other than, fine, thank you. And you move along. Nobody can handle anybody else's shit. Right. And so, my guess is, and this is a guess, but I want to hear from you. So, when you're saying, you know, being loud and being big, what does that mean for you? So...
0: For black, okay, for me, I'm going to speak to me, I have friends here, a Lyft driver just went by, <laughs> hoping, okay, anyway, sorry, um, okay, it's like our life on the weekend, um, oh, so, there's quite a bit, and this is institutional, you have to realize it's institutional for black folks to be in the back, we don't get to be in the front because we're, it's like almost the institution is built to make us an exception to the rule. Like it's white, the white supremacy means that like white folks go first. This is our system to make us us powerful. Anyone else in it is a guest here, right? So as a guest here, just like what you're saying about your dad or your grandfather, it's like. All these manners; those aren't the manners that I grow up with. Those are your manners. Not yes. you. yeah. no, those aren't the, the words that I use. Those are your words. Yes. There's not. So if I am to come in and use my vernacular, my words, my energy, then I'm out of place, right? So therefore, in order to be, bye. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, thank Texas. You. Okay, you two have, have fun. I'll probably just send you a Facebook request. Right? Yeah, oh, do, 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 do. Yeah. yeah. You two have fun. You look amazing. You All look right, great. thank yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> that's good, I'm like. Yeah. Um, so I, you have to be able to get into the middle of that um, and you have to be able to if you're gonna work, if you're gonna live, if you're gonna do anything in this society as a person of color and you don't have your community around you to support you, to create things that you can go to. Like I, here in Eugene I don't even have a place I can get my hair done. Like it's not here. Blessings, this eh, you know, they're way overpriced. The the silent <laughs> just aren't, the look on your face does it all like God, it's like I mean if you ever knew you would know what you're going into, like this is bullshit, you know. But this is what we got. Right? So it's kind of like I'm, a Yeah, and I'm telling the truth. Like I'm saying, if you really want to know what people are saying, ask yeah. me. Yeah. So the thing about it is like, um, that's how you get smaller. Because in order to survive here, you have to be able to to fit in, to speak here, to do those things. You know what I mean? And and what, or, or you will not survive here. And you had mentioned earlier that this is not
1: Oregon is not a welcoming place for Whoa. any kind of any kind of person of color specifically no. toxic actually Black is that yeah. there's toxic and so yeah. no they're really good hairdressers that know how to do hair and i feel like i'm even like do i say what do i say? Yeah, no, it's, it's awkward, but the, the t- I'm making it awkward. Here. No, you're, there's nothing to be awkward. There's nothing here. We don't have a community. Nobody wants to stay, so nobody's fostering that
0: environment, that community. Right. Right. Because once you get here, you can't even you can't push that. Yes. It's, it's actually it's designed that way though. you know what I mean so it's not it's not a and that's been like from the 1800s apparently Bro, let's just talk about the 1970s the black folks couldn't even live in the city in 1970s seventy. Seventies? yes so I mean they had the, they had a section of the city that they would allow black folks to live in and it would flood it was the worst part of the decade of the and, they, and it was only a couple sections. Yeah, the first couple families of black folks that came here were in the early 70s So it's it's not. It's I mean, you know, since and they're, they're all like KKK members. Yeah, the names of the halls at the university are all like white supremacist names. That that Elf Lodge on West Eleventh was the KKK headquarters. Headquarters. Till like like not that long ago. <laughs> like within our life, you know what I mean? So it's, it's embedded in Eugene. The fact that I see now with the university and the football teams and getting popular, there's more black folks at the university, but we still don't make up almost like 3%. So it's, I and mean, I'm saying that's more black folks. And that's a very folks. transitional, that's a very transitional, they're not um, saying. Exactly, yes. thank you. Yeah, I mean I look around, now. when I grew up, I was the only black girl, when I lived, I lived in Cottage Grove, I was the only black girl in Cottage Grove. We're the only family. Oh, damn. Yeah. So it's not like I came here, and the only other black girl in my school was my sister. How were you treated? Like, shit, I fought all the time. I fought all of the time. As a matter of fact, I have a picture I'm going to put on my uh, Instagram of a bus stop here in Eugene that I was spit on when I was in third grade. I Aisha, that's baby Aisha That's baby Aisha, Aisha. Baby. Yeah Yeah I was
1: standing out there By myself Catching the bus to Beachy Dubs It's the cutest picture Of her and her sister <laughs> Oh my god that You need to put like... that one on
0: I think was okay, a little that younger You were Either... No yeah I was like six maybe Oh yeah, my god maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But this part. was a fourth grade Fifth Third grade Aisha Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, you fifth grade. Kid. Are you kidding a, me A truck full of white guys That <laughs> were at least high schoolers They were big guys I remember But, I mean, that's what my existence is in UG. Like, as I've gotten older, people don't fuck with me, but they don't have to. Now, like, oh, oh, my God, me and my ex-husband, who was white. My second husband's white. He was racist and had no idea he was racist. I didn't even know that he was racist until I had a conversation with him. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, you don't see me. Like, it was, a, it was like a, why did I think that you got this? Like, it was very silly of me to believe that he understood it. I don't know why. I was hoping that he was more... So,
1: can I ask what?
2: <laughs>
1: I'm ignorant here, and I I don't know. And so... No, don't. Just come on. Just ask for it. Will you tell me if I'm being racist? Will you call me out? Because there might be yeah. things I just don't know. Yeah. And, and you I don't Like, know. in general? Yeah. Yeah okay it's not your job and I feel like I'm putting that pressure on you like hey by the way let's put one more thing in your bucket to do
0: in life is is teach folks but just that alone shows a little awareness that that is a thing because black folks are tired of telling people telling white folks how to
1: well not only that but not nobody wants to actually hear or listen Exactly. They want to ask, but they're not
0: ready to listen or no, don't want to. Because no. it doesn't align with what they know or what they want. No. And it makes you a little awkward and feeling uncomfortable. Like, oh shit, what did I just say? What did I just do? Am I doing it all the time? It's like a fragility thing that we deal with. But that is like white society. So you don't... It doesn't bother me that you would ask me that because you're asking me straight up. I don't know. Please tell me if I ever am and then teach me because I want to hear it. That's a totally different conversation than someone who's like, hell no, I'm not racist, I didn't I was racist, I don't know. and so then I have, a, you get to define racist when I'm telling you you're being racist right now, and so I get, you get to tell me that you're, you're, you're my guiding not. my experience, and that's not, that's not a thing. White supremacy at its best, like, you're going to tell me how to feel now, too, right? So it's one of those things, but that, that's not what you're doing, so it's totally different. I, and all black folks are the same. I will take that on and be like, yeah, I'll tell you. Some people will be like, don't fucking ask me that, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it just depends, that's fair. Are you yeah. interested in dessert this evening? Ooh. Do you have a menu? I can tell you what we have. Okay. We have a Mexican chocolate avocado mousse. We have a strawberry banana crisp
1: served a la mode. And we have baklava.
0: Oh, shit. Which one do you want? A- any of those are fine with me. <laughs> can you just dealer's choice it and surprise yeah. us? Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, <"Okay." laughs> but, um, So, yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those things that... <laughs> That's another thing since I am a black girl from Eugene I love how that this is like it, yeah. it totally it makes rough. fucking sense it, it yeah. makes sense because my experience is crazy unique right and the fact that I am a black girl from here I actually I understand my white folks that are from here better than like I said earlier than they will ever understand me but that also gives me like this this thing that I carry where people like all oh, the white folks here are fucked up and I'm going like, well yeah, but they don't understand. So I'm defending the racism in a way. Yes, it's very fucked oh, up position to be in. <laughs> it's a very fucked up position. That is more than you ever need to take on. But girl, you have to. This is how I got married to the to my white husband. Like that's how, because I could defend his behavior. I could I could rationalize it because I lived here. And then, it's, even though I know better, now it's, it's non-negotiable. Like, I'm like, you either see me and I'm not negotiating that. You either deal with my passion loud, you deal with my loud voice, you deal with my big-ass afro, you deal, you know, with the fact... The whole the deal in the afro, afros are so pretty. I don't
1: see why anybody would have to deal with that.
0: Girls just different than what they know. Yeah. Yeah, but different beautiful. To some people, to <laughs> other people, It's, scary. it's very skinny. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, sure. I mean, come on. You have to like deal with these different. things are scary. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you all you're talking about. I'm a big girl, right? That's what you say. That's you. Yeah. Now I look at you and I'm like, you're not. Okay. You can say you're a big girl, but you carry your shit, right? Oh, okay. You dress. You dress the tea. There's never nothing out of place. You do your thing, right? Oh, Thank you so much. I love that you did <laughs> it. You actually. So you great. Like, oh, shut <laughs> up. No, I love that. You do great. You do great. <laughs> Thank you. So, you have pride in yourself, right? So, how many people are talking about being like, you know, that like. Why is that not pretty? Why is that I look at you and I'm like you're carrying yourself well, you're dressing well you're, the big thing does not doesn't like register because it doesn't, it's not something that I feel like you carry around like a crutch. You're like, this is who I am. This is what I do. Now, how hard is it for you to be accepted because of that small difference of being the big girl? Now, it's different than the race. I don't want to put it in the same category. No, no, no. At the same time, what I'm saying is that you have to deal with the fact that you are here. This I have to be me. aware of my spaces.
1: So right. when I go and sit on the bus, yeah. I have to make sure to like sit against the window and squeeze in as much as I can. I right. can't be in the aisles. Because I can't squeeze in, and then I'm in the aisle, and so yeah. people bump you, and they don't like that, and they don't want to touch you. Right. And so you have to have this heightened awareness of wherever you are, yeah. And being smaller, mm-hmm. so you have to like squeeze your body physically into things
0: to make other people okay and comfortable. Do you ever feel like that when you're walking in anywhere? Do you, Are you like aware of your physical in, body? When I'm, when I'm out in like open areas
1: and it's not crowded, no, I'm like, yay.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But when I'm in crowded areas or I'm in smaller settings, so like bars, any kind of venues where it's crowded yeah. and like you have to be aware spatially, yeah, I have to be
0: right, kind but of But I don't normal. think that's, do you think that's un- not normal? I mean, it's everybody, right? Is it? See, I
1: don't know. I I only know my experience. Interesting. Okay, I think so. I've seen little girls just, like, act like, okay, especially when super trashed. Yeah. Just act like, you know, they're all over the place, they're falling all over people, and granted, nobody likes to, you know, have drunk on them. But it seems more acceptable, and more like, oh, ha ha ha, that's cute. Totally, totally. I didn't even think about that perspective, interesting enough. I didn't think about that. But, like... I've also been a big girl drunk and stumbling <laughs> too. And it's not as cute. Right. And it's it's almost uh, insulting mm-hmm. to others like, Oh, you're gonna hurt me or uh, you know that's not everything all the yeah, time, yeah, yeah. but that's sometimes. Yeah. And then you get nasty comments and stuff. See, but it's that fear piece. People just don't know, and they're afraid that they're gonna get fat, or they're afraid. I don't know what the root is because I was thinking about. It, I'm like, give a can't, fuck. You, what can't you can't think. rub off feet. I'm not gonna to touch you and fat you. That's. A- I mean- <laughs> oh my
0: god. <laughs> <laughs> I can't touch you and make you fat. It's that, that, but it's that. It's that. It's that normality. Is
1: it the heightened awareness thing? Like, I'm guessing you have that. You've, you've
0: already talked about Oh, okay, yeah. It. You've had to... All people of color have that when they're living around all white folks. All white folks. Like, I li- look around the restaurant. I'm surprised that I see one other person of color.
2: <laughs>
0: yep, one other. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and she's not black. So, no. the, and we and we get to have gradations of like fear, like white well, folks aren't really fearful of Asians. White folks aren't really fearful here of natives. White people aren't, but there are, but there's fear about black folks. So here, when you talk about being a big girl, I
1: think the fear uh, is racism. <laughs> no, no, well, no, but you think about it. Like, who's been who's been the one hurting people?
2: It's whites against blacks.
1: That's the whole point. So why are whites afraid of blacks? They're not the ones attacking.
0: That's not... It's not a thing. Yeah, it's more power and it's more historic. It's institutional. It's built into our fabric. The institution
1: piece, yeah. yeah. It's
0: institutional. So people know us from historic perspectives as tools, not human. And that's been driven into the everything that we do. Everything so there's no do. connection. You can't connect. You can't no because you would just have to be afraid and move along and not. Right. Well they could they, you know, there, there could be rebellion, there could be they may take over, then what uh, then you would lose like there's oh, the a saying deep Yeah, okay. there's a the saying that like um, white folks feel like uh, what was it? Something like I can't think of it right now. I feel like I'm getting to know you who really are. Well. It's really cool. <laughs> oh the oppression thing is like Equality feels like uh, feels like oppression to someone who has who has everything, right? So it's like if they, they have to give up something, they don't really have to give up anything, if you think about it. We're just asking to have our own share, but then they feel oppressed because we're asking. So it's like, to that privilege, just being equal, it feels like oppression. It's not. You still get to keep everything you have. We just want to be able to have what we want, too. <laughs> This was one of the greatest, um, and I think
1: I I liked how it was put. It was an example of you have a billionaire, an immigrant worker, and (laughs) another person. right? And so um, you have a table of cookies. There's like a a billion cookies on the table. Mm -hmm. And the billionaire takes 999,999,000 of them. Billion, billion. And leaves one cookie for the immigrant worker and the other person and says, you know, the other person's taking your cookie.
2: Right.
1: And right. it's that shit where it's, it's that, that super deceptive, like... Yeah. Did you ever no.
0: see that... Did you ever see that... Um, that was terrible experience? No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> no, did you ever... <laughs> Dang. The okay. Yeah. That looks really good. <laughs> so, did you ever... Um, did you oh ever God. ask that... Did um, you ever see that... It's like a... On Facebook, and it was like they were in New York somewhere. I don't really know where they were, but they had this guy had a ton of money on his like a his money nose, suit, like a money suit. And then he was like, "Come take the money." And homeless people were were hesitating on taking the money. Businessmen, suits, ties, Armani suits, an expensive briefcase all the kind of shit. You know they had money. They were taking the most money off of these people. But the guy, the guys who were broke, were like, "Are you sure? Like, how much money do you have? And how much money? It was like, "Like, we don't want to take it off. And don't caring be, about you and your well-being. The money did not drive them. The money did not drive them in any way, right? I don't know how this relates to that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that relates. No, no, but, but it's the billionaire. It's that mentality that that inbred stuff in it's us. That, it's that when you bet, when you go back to the racism part, right? right? Black well, folks, We're not the ones who are trying to take the empire. But you're being blamed for we're, all of this we're shit. are being blamed for it when the greediness in that life... In that, it's like, coming from them. It's coming from them. The one that, 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 that's, one that has everything on side. And that's the mean. institutional shit. Yeah, you have everything. About. And
1: cannot and cannot So just cannot turn everybody share. else on each other. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. And I'm about to eat some of this crisp. <laughs> Let's get down on it. By the way, this looks amazing. It looks amazing, and you can look at it while I eat it. But you need to eat some.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I'm
0: guessing there's butter. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It's good. Thank I you like- so much, Amelia, for talking to me. Thank you. This conversation this has been an has awesome been- day. It's this conversation has been awesome. I'm glad we got to do it twice. <laughs> I know. We had a practice one. Good. Thanks for buying me lunch. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Thanks for paying me back. Yeah. You know, it was hilarious. Oh I told you about the day, right? I told you how Yeah this yeah went. yeah, no. So keep going. I don't I cut you off I think. Oh okay. So the doctor I was there for an hour before he even came in. We went to we, got, we went to lunch, got, forgot the wallet. I go to um to meet a friend who was painting like gonna repaint the tree that I, I Oh drew. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, the paint that she was gonna use was rotten. <laughs> so she can't do it today, she had to go yes. back. Okay. Yeah. I guess it goes bad. It stunk and it was really bad. So the paint, oh. yeah, the paint had gone bad. So she couldn't paint it. So it was like, every, one thing after another, it was like it was like that. But the thing about it is everything like worked out. Like, I mean, you were able to pay me back. I was able to paint. The The doctor came in and Barbara loved him. Thought he was yeah. awesome. She was like, I'll just paint it tomorrow and I'll just do it all. And it'll be fine. So, and she was really tired, so she couldn't do it. You know, it was great. Like, everything just worked out really well. What a weird... Like, yeah, kind of funky fucked up. Yeah. It could have gone bad. And then my podcast erases itself. So we don't, we, I, (laughs) or I erased it some sort of way. So then we get to come back again today and look at, we had a much better meal. Dessert. More time. More time. Like, right? So everything was like kind of a clusterfuck, but the result, the, the resolve was way better. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: The bananas. This is
0: dope. It's so good.
1: Did you get bananas in yours? It's yeah, all mixed girl. together.
0: What's the red stuff though? It's really yummy. Strawberry. Yum. Is that? Oh, that is and what it is. Strawberry bananas. And I know it's organic because we live like in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> organic.
1: Mm hmm. Farm free trees. They probably, probably made the ice cream not <laughs> bad.
0: <back.
1: laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes. I
0: know they did. <laughs>
1: the strawberries are handcrafted. In love. <laughs>
0: we sing to them every night <laughs> before before the sun goes down
2: <laughs>
0: you know as I'm moving to Houston I I have a deeper appreciation for the nature this time around like I've lived here for 13 years I think with my ex-husband we were really into going out he was a really outdoorsy guy mm. and I just I'm being more mindful so I'm looking at the sunsets I'm looking at the trees and I'm driving away and I'm like I'm gonna miss the nature here you know yeah, but-
1: Texas has its own nature. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know much about
0: the. But you know, the Pacific Northwest is known for this. It's amazing here. It's amazing. It's amazing here. Yeah, okay. you can't. We can't get around that shit. Like
1: Christmas tree. You right?
0: oh, You did a good job, man.
1: Yes, you did. <laughs> good call. Thank you, know.
0: you. You know what I mean. So, I, you can't deny it. It's beautiful. No, and
1: you can be an hour. You can be in the woods. You can yeah. be...
0: Waterfalls, oh fresh my rivers. Yeah, yeah. I think when I'm coming back in June, I, I feel like I'm going to be able to look at Oregon in a touristy way. And I'm going to try to like... I've never <laughs> been to the Blue Hole. The Blue Hole? You know what it's called? <laughs> blue Pool? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Blue Hole makes more sense. It looks like a goddamn hole in the ground. And I think it, but it's... big. It's a much better explanation isn't it (laughs) every time i see pictures i'm like it looks like a blue hole but it's icy cold i still want to go though have you ever been inside like have you ever gotten in the water no so one of my goals was to go to every
1: no i guess it still is (laughs) go to every single waterfall in oregon i want to do that i feel yeah yeah i want to be like seven there's like 30 plus though There's a ton Ton Yeah And some you have to like actually hike to, Which Mm -hmm. I'm fine with hiking a couple miles Not like nine Okay
0: (laughs) I'm (laughs) with you
1: there Give me a cart and
0: a donkey or something (laughs) (laughs) And we'll get there Go I'm with you with that though Huh. I'm not feeling it. Are you serum. not gonna eat more of this? No, I am. Okay, good. I'm like, girl, come on, don't, oh, don't leave spoon. me. Don't fucking leave me here. I love over the here.
1: crumble crust. <laughs> That's my favorite part. It's all gooey. Eat it. Do it. Okay. So, what is Texas like? What are you? Cause you've been there before,
0: yeah. yes? You lived there. It's been 17 years. Oh. So I. I hesitate to even say what Texas is like, because I was 17 years younger, and what I was interested in is not what it is now. <laughs> I'm not even remotely interested in what the fuck I was I've doing 17 years. Big ass, oh my god, mosquitoes are for real. Like, mm. for real real. <laughs> but I, to like be honest puss? with you, you, sh- you know what to do, so that kind of stuff doesn't really happen to you. You know what I mean? Like, you know how to stay out of the heat, you know how not to go where the fucking mosquitoes are, you know when to go, when not to go. I mean, I don't remember it being uncomfortable, except for when I leave and come back. I'm like, ooh, goddamn! But then you get, right? <laughs> but then you get used to it again, and so it's like, like the humidity and the heat and all that kind of stuff. Because you're not like, it's
1: not like here where you're like, let's go outdoorsy all day. You're like, no, let's get to the fucking car. That's my outdoorsy time. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing. I'm
0: fucking sprinting to the AC. Yeah, yeah. But no, but we went to water parks. It's like it's a city, so there's like water, water parks do you and then sl- Yeah. I want to go to that. <laughs> do it let's go <laughs> yeah there is there, it is huge so we should there's that is it Baum I mean, or Bon I don't know Bon I think like B-A-U-N that
1: probably makes more
0: sense yeah. than Bon yeah probably up. <laughs> I mean but they've got like museums and they have like they, it's just a big city so it's like what do you want they got it now if you want to go for a hike you gotta go out of the city a little bit but but you can do it San Houston has hikes and shit like that well, I don't know if I want to out there and get by a goddamn mosquito oh. and get carried away I'm not into it (laughs) I don't want to get carried away by a mosquito I don't want to do that I've hiked enough, I think I'm good
1: You know. I'm excited for you This is going to be a really fun adventure I feel like I'm starting to get to see people Go on these adventures They're making these big life changes And you were one that facilitated this for sure But um, Levi Levi up and Oh, I love that he actually just called me a little bit ago, but he's already he's like at slower pace. I'm already finding myself like slowing down a little bit. He's happy.
0: That's awesome. Like yeah.
1: I think this is a good year for change and facilitating new growth and yeah. yeah. stuff. Well you know I'm into way. the
0: astrology, right? I mean I'm into and yeah. that's it. It exactly what this year is about. Is it? Yeah, absolutely.
1: I was reading my horoscope and I usually get really excited like in December I'll be like, Oh, it's my January 2019.
0: Right, yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's not like it's all kind of the same. I wasn't
0: as enthralled it this year oh you weren't they say right now is like to set the intentions this is a working year but the working year is supposed to be very fruitful so set your intentions and follow them and work hard on them oh yeah
1: our <laughs> <laughs> no. No. like if
0: you like if you're mindful about what you want to do you'll be fine you'll be fine do it and you will see how it changes
1: I'm gonna be governor Aisha
0: you do not want to be a governor I don't want to be a
1: governor <laughs> Not I was actually under. talking to Jen about that. I was you like, hey, so I want to be a politician. And she's like, you know, you have to be on all the time. I'm like, no. I don't want to be a politician. I don't want to be a Never mind. But I do for like 40 hours a week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not how that works. Not how that works at all. <laughs> no. I mean, look at like the past presidents. They're like not even president. They're retired and they're still fucking president. They can't be right? it. Yeah, it's a lifetime now. Okay. I want
1: to have fun. And that doesn't...
0: Do it. Well, I think we both want to have fun. And we're single. Be- oh. Yes. We're single. What happened? Oh, I got a text message, but it's fine. But yeah, we're single. We there's can do crisp that.
1: there's crisp that needs to be eaten here. No,
0: eat it. Finish no, it no. up. No. I'm not supposed to have all this sugar. Okay, I'll have a little bit more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We're the oh last one. Oh, oh my god. That was the best thing ever. We all had right. to end it, but you get the last bite. Okay. Yeah. That's your bite. <laughs> yeah, girl. You get the yummy yum. But, um, yeah. what was that saying? I don't even know. This has I'm been a great podcast. I think this I is going to be so fun to listen to. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I know. Me and Natasha, I'm going really to listen to hear all hear. the tonight. Oh, you should. Me and Natasha only did 30 minutes because we were at lunch. She was at lunch. So I,
1: t- I talked to her today before she left, before I left, and... In- I'm gonna text you Uh Aisha and I are going to meet up for dinner and um, I didn't because I'm having fun. And I
0: just well, <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. I should have poured yours first. Sorry. No, you're fine. This is great. Do you want my half water? No, girl. <laughs> I am so full. That was so amazing. The food here is fantastic. We have the... What is it? Where are we? Agate Alley in Eugene. East 19th Street. Go it's delicious. It. It. It's and fantastic. lots of yummy...
1: We oh got the little plates. Uh, yeah. I love little plates and sharing. I feel like sharing, like it makes... Dinner should be communal.
0: Food should be communal. I I have to dine like that more often. I have to be like, let's just share everything. Let's get a bunch of plates and split it and just have fun with it. It's so much better. Can I tell you, so I'm,
1: this is pretentious, I'm I'm name dropping right now. I went to a festival in the desert one year. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know that festival. (laughs) That one festival? The the one. That one? (laughs) Yeah. with rocks <laughs> and, <laughs> and a lot of dust that are black a lot of fucking dust okay what? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of fucking dust <laughs> so um it was only one one and only time I went there and I it's fucking hot all damn day and so there's these nice little tents and canopies and shit yeah and I went and stopped and it was one that was like a bed like somebody had thrown a bunch of pillows like a queen like Princess of the pea style Ooh. shit with, like, this beautiful, like, taffeta stuff hanging around. Same. And so I go lay down because it's fucking hot. Yeah. And um, this guy comes and he's like, do you mind if I come lay? And I'm like, no, please, come lay. And so uh, he's, I want to say Swedish or German. I should probably know the difference. Was, but yeah. It's cool. It's one of them. So he's yeah. <laughs> sitting there and he's smoking. He's like, can I tell you something? And I said, yes, please do. And he said... The one thing I've learned in America is pancakes, they're social. And I said, what do you mean? Okay, He's like, well, do you ever make just one pancake? You can't just make one pancake. That's not a thing. You don't make one pancake. You don't. You make a lot of pancakes. So therefore, they're social. You have to have a lot of people eat all your pancakes. I was thinking, That's true. I like that. <laughs> Pancakes
0: are social. That's the one thing you learned from that party, <laughs> that party in the desert. The party in the desert. Pancakes
1: are social. <laughs> I got jellyfish painted on my boobs.
0: And I had the best shower
1: of my life. You didn't know. hear that.
0: I know. You did. Because <laughs> I have to. Oh, my God. I actually... Um, yeah, we'll have to do another podcast for that. Oh Let's <laughs> <God. laughs> we'll do another one. Oh.
1: Yes. Can we, though, on that? Because they're no, we like... can. <gasps> can we? Oh,
0: my God. Let's that's... do that. I have to figure I out. I feel like this is so covert now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to um, figure this out because I don't know how to do it over the phone yet. Like, to call people. And it's like you said, these are raw and like live, and we're just doing it. We have we're at the restaurants, we're talking to people, whatever. But I'm going to learn how to have a phone conversation because a lot of people I've met. Are, don't they've left Eugene like people who are like I can't stay here so they're gone so now I want to wow. talk to them about their experiences and just life um, but it would be this over the life. phone so I think I need to figure out how to I gotta figure that out oh what's this this for you <laughs> you gave this to me oh my gosh thank you this is my favorite I like the pepper what is it I can't even read this what is it a you flavor read it to you? I can't even oh okay no I see it ultra conditioning yeah lip balm yeah. What is this? Try
1: it. I mean, it doesn't taste like. Well, I guess maybe it does. What? my lips? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't have
0: anything to wear. <laughs> I didn't even ask. No, no. I put not ask. 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 where have your... No. Do you have any open stores? Where have your lips been last 24 <laughs> hours? Mm. This is my last gift to you, I think. What? <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> Why is that? I should definitely be asking fucking the questions. It. That should be <laughs> oh my god oh my this god. is just so Thank weird you. to
1: me you're welcome <laughs> I just look like you just why is you weird face. cause like look I'm all looking at you're like, in my day <laughs> <laughs> no you're all yeah. like and I'm like mmm just putting the whole ball on my face but I feel like you get the whole lip when you do that
0: yeah. <laughs> I like mean, it's everywhere but oh my god it's hilarious oh uh, okay we gotta pay this bill we're gonna close up this podcast it's been Thank a pleasure. You, Amelia. Thank you, Aisha. It's been a pleasure. Let's do more. Let's do more. We will do more. You are on it. More. Let's do more. it. Okay, let me close it out. Bye bye Oh wait, just kidding. Hold on. I don't oh, know podcast. what I'm doing with this thing. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> uh, 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 bye podcast! Okay. 47 40 let's minutes. minutes. 48 minutes. You want to do a 48? Yeah. One,
2: two. Yeah.